because it was like play money, I was like, I'm going to pick one that looks like it's brand new and could go through the roof. What's it called? What's what called? Your, your, your made up coin. I think I have Stellar Lumens. That's definitely made up. They all sound like ED supplements. Stellar Lumen. Ethereum. What's up, boss? This is Abraham's Wallet. We span the gap between the austerity of obedience to God and the prosperity rising from faithfulness. Run your home and your dough like a biblical boss. Well, you're looking fine, Stephen. I think you we both have both gotten haircuts in the last 24 hours, which is going to be real confusing given the topic we're about to discuss. Nah. Do you think a haircut is tax deductible for people that are in service industries? No. I think maybe if you're um, a um, movie star, maybe a haircut would be tax deductible or a newsman. Well, Trump got in trouble for trying to deduct his extremely expensive haircuts. Oh, he did? Yeah. I remember when Bill Clinton did that. More than one president has made the same dumb mistake. I think one of the things they do when you're sworn into office is they present you with a folder of all the dumb things that presidents have to do. I just did some cryptocurrency trading. How'd that go? Did you make money? So if you get on Coinbase, which is the wallet I use, they will give you crypto just to take little educational classes on different coins. I thought their fees were huge on Coinbase. They're pretty big. Okay. But they're so, so efficient you took and I the trade courses. I trade very rarely. So I took these courses and they gave me ten dollars in like eight different coins. Okay. Just for looking through some videos and then i was like i don't want all these different coins i'm gonna because it was like play money i was like i'm gonna pick one that looks like it brand new and could go through the roof because then my 80 bucks might become a thousand someday uh-huh so i just put it all in one thing and it what's it, it called go- your made up coin i think i have stellar lumens that's and- definitely made up they all sound like ed supplements stellar lumen ethereum well it's February 5th when we're recording this, and we have not really given full attention to really what has become one of one of the most... Uh, it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the time and- our wives get very itchy and, and uncomfortable. What? Why? What time of the year is it? It's February, and here at The Wallet, we call it Lodo February because every year... In the month of February, we seek to spend as little as possible, cutting every single budget category to the bare minimum. And then we end up the month with an excess pile of money, which we can use for the uh, furthering of, of our households and for generosity and whatever whatever it is that that money needs to be used for at the time. For us, it's almost always fun giving efforts. Right. So just to explain to the people, yes, you come away with a little chunk of change that you would be surprised about its size. If you'll do the good, honest work of literally cutting to the bone and going like, okay, we could easily press pause on all of our little $20 entertainment subscriptions, etc. And you actually do that for a month, you will end up with a surprising pile of dough. That's true. 
but the and that's one of the side benefits of the Lodo February. But the the real exercise is really a fasting from our excessive pleasure and luxury based lifestyles. And we live in a nation where status is measured by how much luxury you can indulge in, how much you can pour fabulous money on yourself, and what kind of wonderful, exotic, expensive foods can you eat. And both for ourselves and for our families, we want to be trained in the ways of the kingdom and not the ways of America. And so it is wise and helpful to pull the plug on the constant outflow of fun money, of, of endless upgrades, of uh, after the basketball game, let's all just go out for ice cream. What, what would it feel like to tighten our belts just for a couple of weeks and say, what if we didn't do those things and we could just feel the feeling of saying no? Titus has a really interesting statement about God's Spirit, and it says that God's Spirit teaches us to say no to desires. And I wonder how many of us have lost that muscle altogether. We never listen to God's Spirit just telling us no. If you're downstairs 1030 at night and the thought comes into your mind, I'll get some ice cream. You know that God's Spirit might say to you, no. Or if you think, maybe I'll have a third beer. And God's Spirit might say to you, no. Or if you see an interesting jacket online, you go, I don't have that jacket. Yes, I've got five jackets, but I don't have that jacket. Maybe I could get that jacket. And God's Spirit might say to you, no. And so we have to exercise this no muscle. Even if you're wealthy, even if you're doing quite well financially, we have to exercise this no muscle or else we'll never hear God speak to us this way. And God wants us to be able to live to be to live lean as well as living fat. I really believe He wants us to be able to play in both places so that we aren't doing turn into complainers. We we don't turn into people who blame God when times are lean, etc. And so we think that Lodo Feb is a just a great little home exercise. It's a great way to it's a great reason to say no to children and to train them in some self-discipline without any anger involved. Because we, again, as Mark was saying, there's a little there's a little joy that comes at the end, which is, hey, we did this thing together. We have money to give, et cetera, et cetera. So that's a little background on how we came up with Lodo Feb. We really believe in abundance. We believe in prosperity. We think that if you manage your money right under biblical statutes, that there will be abundance, but we don't believe that you should just then throw it all around all over the place at all times. So this is our little month of restriction. I'm sorry I didn't I didn't expect to give the sermonette there, but it just came out, Mark. Do you have anything to add to the, the theory behind Lodofeb? Uh, no, I guess I would just say for us, one of the best ways to in, introduce our young children into family finances has been through discussing giving. And we can discuss with them on our monthly, we, we have monthly generosity amounts set aside. And some of that money goes to regular things and some of it is discretionary generosity, but it, it's a little bit harder for them to get their heads around that. But what they can really understand 
at the end of this month is, do you remember when we didn't go out to eat? Well, that saved us $27. Do you mm-hmm. remember when, when we had chicken at Shabbat instead of ribeyes? Like right. all of that. Here's how much each of those things saved us up. And that's good to teach them about how we think about budgeting and how much things cost and just some basic stuff. But then we say now all that adds up to $2,000 uh, or whatever the number is. Yeah. And we've got lots of opportunities in front of us. We kind of pull out the the old family vision statement and say, here's what we're about. But that doesn't mean we just have to give to these things. Let's look at what's in front of us. And as a family, let's decide how to hand it out and how to, how to bless people with, with this savings. And so it's really fun. And even my four-year-old can go, yeah, I want to do that. Um, she understands enough. So I think this is one of the best ways for people with really little kids to introduce your kids to the family budget and the family generosity sort of thinking. That's great. So one thing that is kind of necessary to appreciate the difference is that you have to have budgeted at least one month that you know exactly what these categories typically cost you in an average month. How do you come up with those average numbers, Mark? We budget every penny that comes into our household. We use Mint to set up categories. I know how much we spend on groceries in a year and in a given month. And so February, one of the reasons that Lodo February is done in February is because it is a short month. So it's kind of easier to hit your budget goals anyways that month. But there's some categories in that budget that we just can't save on. Yes. For example, auto insurance. I take yep. a, my 12-month premium and divide it by 12, and that's my monthly budget. I, <laughs> right. I, can't, I can't not pay that in, in February. So some categories are just not candidates for squeezing. But the, the ones that really are are grocery. We did something a little bit sneaky for Lodo oh Feb, and okay. we refied our mortgage and closed on January 30th. Oh, I love it. So we're skipping a payment. Um, oh, you're going to crush it. Yeah, that's not a normal one. Normally, the mortgage would be one of those non, non-malleable non categories. Sure. Um, but entertainment, uh, we each do funny money where my wife and I both have a little budget for money that we just can blow each month. Um, you know, we we don't buy kids clothing or things like that. So each of these categories comes from a budget. At the end of the month, I get to look at my little dashboard and I see which ones of these did we spend less than average. And I can see, okay, normally the, the grocery budget's 800 bucks. We spent maybe $450. Yeah. Then now there's $350. Put that into the, into the pool. Yeah. And we add all those up. Yep. Am I answering your question? Yes, you are. I'm, okay. I am I am understanding how Lodofeb works, and I'm learning along with our listeners who haven't heard of this before. That's kind of the, the methodology, but you know, you and I, there's two things that, that I wanted to talk about, and I'm glad we're doing this while Lodofeb has already started. Okay. So if you're hearing this, it's not too late to jump in. You can do a Lodo second half of Feb. It's fine. We have a tendency in my house, we're we're big Costco shoppers. Starting in about late November, uh, <laughs> I start... Patting out the freezer. 
we buy the the six pack of chicken breasts and i might i might steal two of the six <laughs> and stick them in the deep freezer so <laughs> i'm i'm squirreling away i love it i dream of a day when our grocery budget in lodo feb is zero. Oh, that would be really fun and it could happen now because when the world was going crazy i bought enough beans and rice to live for i think about a year yeah uh, but the wife is not pleased with that option for our food this month so yeah one of the things that uh people should know and it was one of it was one of the impetuses i've never used that word before impeti um it was one of the impetuses to our our um innovating lodo feb was that i wanted to i wanted to clean out my pantry I, i there's there's food in the back corners of everybody's pantry or drawers that there's a can of old cockaleeky soup. No, there's a can of old turtle soup somewhere and the you don't know why you bought it and nobody's ever going to eat it. I always thought I want to work through the freezer. I want to work through the pantry. And if there's some orzo sitting back there, by golly, we're having orzo tonight and we're going to eat this stuff. And so I, I just figured we, we've got to work through the stuff that's just perpetually hanging around our life. Just like, you know, it, it, there's some lady wrote a book a couple years ago of how much freedom comes to your home if you just cut down on the crap in your house. The stuff that, Marie Kondo. The thank you very much. Tidying up. That's her. That There you go. You got it. And, and it really does produce freedom. It produces brain space for you. And I think the same should happen with our food. So... That's something that we try to do at Lodo Feb is to, is to work through what's there. And we buy groceries, minimal groceries, just to decorate around the edges of what's already sitting in our pantries and freezers. So let's, let's hear the two things you want to talk about. Well, one of them is just like you said, that we do make special efforts to run through the excess. You got to be a little bit careful if you're if if you find orzo my first instinct for example is to go say well that would go well in a greek salad so we need some feta and some tomatoes and some olives and before you know it i've spent more than i would have if i just went and got dinner. Um, you figure out a way to combine your orzo with condensed milk and pumpkin puree and <laughs> boy boy you got yourself a stew right there <laughs> so that's one thing that we do in Lodo Feb to kind of have fun with with austerity. The other is that we we save up these gift cards throughout the year. Yes, we do. Um, you and I have talked about this on this podcast before, but you're not likely to find me spending a, a restaurant gift card in the month of December. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, this one that I'm holding in my hand is a Ruth's Chris Steakhouse gift card. Oh, man. How did you come by that? I don't know. It was in my drawer. I've had it in there for a while thinking that's going to be a Lodo Feb date night. Of course. I believe it's for $50, which that's a dangerous amount at Ruth's Chris. Yeah, that's a, that's a nice appetizer. Yeah, I don't know. So I might be taking one of my daughters for like a dessert daddy date. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, but it will be entertainment money. I got a gift card here for the local Italian store. So we'll probably make a family dinner out of some some salami sandwiches one night. 
What do you mean Italian store? Do you mean that one that's near your house? The little It's like a grocery slash It's like restaurant. a deli. Yeah, yeah. With fancy little accoutrement. Chocolate, okay. things like that. Okay. Um I was right before we jumped on on this podcast, I was thinking I'm about to leave on a trip. I, I kind of wanted some books and I thought, well, you can't buy books right now. Um, what could you do? What could you do to solve this incredible problem of not spending money? Wait a second. Well, I found this Amazon gift card in my drawer of gift cards and it already had the back scratched off where they show you the number. So I'm thinking this has been spent. Many oh, that's years concerning. Ago. But hey, hey. $25 left on this sucker. Is that right? So Mark got a, got a book to read. Um, that's wonderful. And that's kind of a fun little little exercise to save up your gift cards and, and other, other credits that come your way. You know, if you've taken our advice in the past, you might have some credit card rewards. Yes, you, you may. Use. You certainly may. And you might make those go longer by doing certain things. I, I have a chase card and I just realized they have a partnership with Under Armour. And if I redeem my points for Under Armour gift cards, I can get like, I don't know, an extra 50% for them. Well, my daughter needed basketball shoes last month. So uh -huh. it was a win, 33% off. You could you could look to do something like that during Lodofeb, not just get cash back, but maybe get some gift cards out of your, your yearly credit card spend. Wonderful. Okay. So that th those are great notes is the the usage of the gift cards and the credit card perks. That's great. And I I have the same. I don't know, somebody gave me, I think it was in my stocking one year, is a little it's a little gift card billfold that opens up accordion style. And so I populate that little guy as the year goes by, whether it's $5 gift card or whatever. I also have, we have a, this is also seasonal, what I'm about to say. We have a, an annual Super Bowl party that we go to. I run a, I run a, I run a scam. No, I run a, I, I run a, a game during this party of betting on prop bets for, for the game. And the, the entrance is to get into the game is, is a $5 gift card. And I know that's coming, and I know my wife needs an entry fee, and I know I need an entry fee. So those are already in the wallet. We will be presenting those at the game, and hopefully I will walk away from the Super Bowl with another 10 gift cards, I hope. But that's, the, that's, that's one of the joys of the, uh, the gift card accumulation. Yeah, is, that's fun. Is spending them all. And I, you know, you mentioned that uh, having a nice, a nice Ruth's Chris... By the way, I know a couple, and their first names are Ruth and Chris. And every time I see the woman, I say, no, every time I see the man, I say, you're Ruth's Chris. Anyhow, if you have a gift card that has a, a smaller amount on it, I'm telling you, this might sound like a pain in the butt to you, but your kids will love it. If you go to a restaurant, get appetizers there. Give them a nice tip. Go to another restaurant, buy an entree there. Give them a nice tip. And you have to parcel out your gift cards that way because you don't have $150 to, to do the whole meal. That, that, that's a good time. That's, a, that's an evening right there. Nice. Yeah, if you, if you want to, if you want some, 
some inspirational blog content. You could go to abrahamswallet.com. You sure could. You could look at the article entitled A Low Dough Valentine's. A couple years ago, I don't know how, but somehow my wife and I pulled off a really amazing date. We went to a fancy restaurant. We went to the ballet. We we did all sorts of fun stuff and it was all for zero, zero cash outlay. Fantastic. The grace of God found you in Lodo Feb and he came and he gave you his wonderful gifts of grace. Yes. Okay. Was there something else that you wanted to tell us about Lodo Feb? Of the Number two? one is eat through your pantry, use what, what has accumulated. Number two, squirrel away those gift cards. Those I guess those could be even a version of the same tip, but... Those are kind of my only two real tips. Our kids know that it's Lodo Feb. Our nanny knows that yes. this is not the time to go put a, a zoo trip on the credit card. No. So we yeah. get the whole crew involved. But once you've gotten through those two tips, man, I don't know. I don't I think it's really just spending less money. That's all. Okay. Well, I'll I'll just say again in a, in a final encouragement to everybody, if you're doing this with us, and honestly, you know, you might be halfway through the month already and go, well, I missed Lodo Feb, and you'll be crying, and you'll have to get a Kleenex and all that stuff. I understand, I understand. But if you would just do a week, if you just do a week, it would be healthy for for your family. If if you're if you're too late to the party or whatever, I, I just want to encourage you. That learning how to say no, relearning this old this old skill. I mean, the 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 average American's credit card debt is just unbelievable simply because we can't say no to ourselves. We can't say, oh, I actually can't afford that car. I can't afford that house. I shouldn't buy another pair of $75 jeans because the pair that I've bought two years ago are still in working order, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We just have to regain this muscle that says no and regain what Paul says, I have learned the secret of what it means to live on little and be satisfied. That's my version of what he says, to live on little and be satisfied. So your children... And your grandchildren in the future will thank you if you will just do this diligently and lead your family just sometimes through the discipline of of self-denial and just taste a little bit, just taste a little, little bit of uh, self-denial. Do you remember what happened to, to my family, what I texted you with on the first day of Lodo Feb 2020? I kind of blew it out of the water. It, it was something that cost you a lot of money. Your AC went out or something like that? I I bought a new truck. <laughs> oh, that's right. He bought a new truck. And that seemed to be contrary to so many of the principles that we're espousing even now. Yeah. Well, we had a, we had a, about, we felt like about 500 miles left on the old car before it went kaput and uh, we're able to trade it in a great, great deal. Um, but we still did Lodo Feb, and we we pretty much erased that purchase out, so it wasn't like the. You just shut your eyes to it. It was a vehicular emergency, and you proceeded. Yep, and we still managed to set records for budgeted spending. Excellent. Mainly because we budget for we budget for new cars. So oh, there was, there was a pile of money that was available to be spent on the the truck, and it didn't really impact our monthly budget at all. 
Do you know offhand what the name or something that somebody could search on Abraham's wallet if they wanted to find budgeting for big ticket items? Some, it's a skill that not many families have. Well, there's a series, if you just look for the word slush, you'll find the That's way right. that we think about budgeting for everything from the little day-to-day stuff all the way up to how do I budget for something that I can't afford to budget for right now. Our family family wants to go on a vacation every two years, but right now we're spending 100% of our income just to stay afloat. That's okay. I will tell you that article will teach you how to budget for things that you don't have in the budget yet. Unbelievable. Um, Sounds crazy, but just go go to abrahamswallet.com. Search for the word slush. My heart waxes affectionate when I think of that wonderful slush budget article at abrahamswallet.com. The people are going to be dinged out. I hope you're not on some AirPods Pro. Uh, <laughs> we've, put some, we've put some dings in your ears. Sorry about the dings. You um, know what? Let me just throw out this Lodo idea and then we'll go away. At Kroger, there was a little you know, door buster, Christmassy kind of promotional special. You know, it's at the end of the aisles on the little end cap. And it was, it said like Bluetooth ear ear pods. It's called it something without calling it the, the Apple name. It's a little black things that look exactly like the Apple ones. Guess how much they cost? $9.99. They cost $3, Mark. And because they were $3, I was like, if they work three times, I'm in. So I bought one of these things. Guess what? They work. I now run with these $3 Bluetooth ear pods in my ears, and I just can't believe it. And meanwhile, my wife's Apple ear pods are crapping out on us. And it's, you know, they they build these Apple products so that they fall apart in, in two, two years, like to the to the minute. And I'm I couldn't be more pleased with my three dollar Chinese ear earbuds things. Anyways, I just had to throw that in. That's it's a Lodo Feb miracle is what it is. Yeah. Well, I just got the super fancy Apple AirPods for Christmas. Okay. And I'll tell you, I have always sung the praises of if you go to Wirecutter. Right. And- they they had always said that these particular Bluetooth headphones were the best deal. They were $22 or something on Amazon. So that's what I've used. But none of them ever lasted me longer than five or six months. Okay. Um, I'm okay with two years if I get if I get the sound quality that I. Oh, I thought you're. The, I thought the drum roll was you're going to tell us how wonderful these earphones that you now have. No, they're just like any other. Yeah, I I think that the biggest thing about bluetooth headphones is you have to be the reason that apple makes these so nice is because they want them in your ears all the time and our friend jeremy Pryor wrote an article and sends it around about why they don't let headphones exist in their house because it's real weird when you don't know if somebody's listening to you or not uh, at the grocery store or wherever you are so i just make a point these only go in my ears when i'm actually trying to listen well this is a this is a side subject, but I was just recounting to somebody today, actually the girl that cut my hair, I was recounting to her about when we went to Shipshawana, Indiana, and we're talking to the Amish dude who's given us a tour in his buggy, and he says, you see this iPhone, it's very useful for conducting business, but it'll never come in my house because the goal of my home is to reproduce the culture of the kingdom so that we're sensitive to God's voice and sensitive to one another. 
And this machine prevents that from happening or it infringes upon that happening. And certainly I don't think I would ever allow someone to walk around with headphones in their ears in my home. The Amish are very good about drawing the line uh, in the 1500s, <laughs> but we, we should draw the line somewhere about technology coming into our home. And maybe if you're pulling plugs on things in uh, the month of February, maybe this is a good place for you to draw some, draw some lines tech-wise to get your family oh, yeah. back and do some go, board games. Go look at those subscriptions real quick and see which ones haven't hit for this month and cancel them. That's exactly I promise, right. I promise you. Netflix will let you back in for the same price. <laughs> they yeah. will. They'll be happy to have you back. Okay. Good luck. Thanks, Mark. And uh, happy Lodo Fab to you. And we'll see you again. Yeah.